kids! Welcome back to yet another episode of Dungeon Monitors BDSM Topics 101. Did you miss me? Of course you did. Without me, who would you really be? It's just us. You and me, no one else. And what am I here for? You already know. I'm here to teach. Always and forever, whether there are guests here or not, or it's just you and me, alone. I am here always, and I will destigmatize this lifestyle, the industry, this niche, or niche, however the fuck you pronounce that word, in high hopes to provide a more realistic portrayal through the lens of what I know and how I feel. In some of these episodes, we laugh, we're silly, we make jokes to make the masses feel more comfortable about these topics. But when I'm alone with you, expect a whole different energy. These definitions are, again, going to be modified. Regardless, get ready to learn something. I will be going over some of the ABCs of BDSM. I received many requests in my DMs for this, and I will be providing a glimpse of some general basics. The list, of course, is drastically larger than what I go over. And this, by no means, is intended to be the definitive definitions. What I'm sharing is my flexible interpretations of what these terms mean to me. Now, kids... For these extracurricular activities, what I expect from you, other than to learn something, is to submit to this very request, and that is, drink plenty of water, hydration is important, stretch, you are welcome to get in your pose of the position of at your service, I'll wait, very good, now listen up and let's fucking go. A is for apple, the fruit that Eve was blamed for eating to make mankind suffer, leading white cis males to blame women for every single thing that goes wrong in this world for God only knows how many fucking years. Just kidding. A is not for Apple. A is for aftercare. Ooh, ah, aftercare. A complete necessity. Without aftercare in a relationship, in a session, in a one-night stand, without it, you are being abused. And for the especially ignorant, I understand there's a lot of responsibility in being the big spoon cradling the little spoon, but you gotta do it. Definitely doesn't have to be for an an extensive amount of time, but is an absolute must. So the thing about aftercare, during a session specifically, and even with rough sex, so on and so so forth, one's body and mind limits are tested, pushed, creating disorientation, potential internal stress, and imbalance. After a session, of course, I'm talking from like a prodon standpoint, a form of aftercare which is a nurturing technique, should be provided to prevent the subdrop. And kids, when we get to the letter S, we'll talk about the subdrop more thoroughly. Now back to aftercare. Aftercare can alleviate future issues from mental, physical, and emotional strain. Really depends on the intensity of the scene. Aftercare can be minimal. Again, it can be minimal. It doesn't take forever. It just needs to happen. Now we're on the letter B. B is for the greatest acronym ever. B D S M. I'm going to break down this acronym. Of course, there are three other letters and they're not in alphabetical order. Actually, they are, but whatever, whatever. Here we go. The B in BDSM is for bondage. Ooh, who doesn't like to get tied up? The letter D in BDSM is for discipline or dominance. The letter S in BDSM is submission or sadism. And the letter M is for masochism. Now, we'll talk about the DSM of BDSM later on. Now, we'll start with the first letter, B. 
which is B is for bondage. Bondage is acts involving a person being physically restrained by tying or binding by rope, tape, handcuffs, really anything of that nature. There's total body restraint. It's also referred to as mummification, but it can be limited to one specific body part or a couple other body parts, or it could be your entire body. There's plenty of things to do with bondage, believe you me. If you're very new to this, if you're not new to this, the person that's putting you in bondage, if you are going to be the one tied up, you really need to trust. Have the conversation. Community is key. Know your limits. If there needs to be a safe word, of course, there always should be a safe word, consent, so on and so forth. Talking in advance is paramount. That goes with every single thing in life, but we really exercise that in BDSM especially. Just having a little bit of fun, a little light kink, grab a bandana, a scarf, the tie for your robe, start off with that fun stuff, have fun with that and someone else. You can go to the adult store and get better straights. Those are really fun too. Handcuffs are always nice. Furry ones are really dope, but metal is also good too. If you like a little bit more of the ouch factor. There's a great form of Japanese bondage called shibari, and that is not the fuck for the novice. I would not go hard with that right away. It's very intricate. If you meet anybody with that particular skill set in tying, my advice to you is just take it slow. Take it slow. Take it nice and slow. Beautiful. It is magnificent. It's not for the novice, but that is also something people really, really, especially the tire, commit to. Let's do another B. Breath control play. Woo! Oxygen restriction. Those that practice this should be practicing this with another person. Um, You have to understand the risks you're taking. Extremists, novice, whatever level you believe yourself to be, regardless, you are never to do this alone. I don't give a fuck how experienced you are or think you are. This can be playful, yet potentially life-threatening. It's an erotic asphyxiation, say that five fucking times fast, where the partner controls your airway, your breathing. I do not suggest self-induced asphyxiation. I do not unless you have somebody there, maybe they're not literally doing it to you, but you would need somebody to help you tap out. It is fucking dangerous. You're more so in the vanilla world and you're just having a little fun with kink and you're doing the suffocation or choking. Someone's choking you to enhance the orgasm. Again, just have a conversation. It's very important. Communication, I'll say a million more times is key. Which brings me to the letter C. C is for chastity. Ooh, love me some chastity. I don't like to be in chastity. I've never really been in chastity, maybe mental chastity in the past, but chastity is a practice of self-control or being controlled. You're being fucking controlled. Um, Locked up. You can do it by yourself. You can do it with a partner. You can do it with a dom, an atrix. (laughs) It's orgasm denial, denial of the opportunity of masturbation, preventing access to stimulation of your genitals. I prefer physical chastity versus the mental approach. Chastity devices keeps the subject honest. And don't worry, people. You can still pee. Don't make any fucking excuses. I don't want to be in chastity because I'll get pee on myself. Fuck off. Wear it. Try it. You just might like it. Chastity controls many feral beasts. Chastity for men makes them a lot more productive, keeps their hands out of their fucking pants, and uh, keeps them away from putting their dick in everything. So it is really amazing. There needs to be more research on how it makes the male so much more productive. If I have to be the one executing these cruel experiments, then so be it. To be caged is a beautiful thing, and 
things that are great and good, there can also be things that are bad. So just be careful with how it's put on and how long you have it on for. Hygiene is essential, of course. If you want a challenge, be a part of Locktober, which is in October. And it's about 31 days, you can be locked up. It's, I'm not going to say it's rough, but trying month. <laughs> or you can do No Nut November, which is one day less in October. October, there's 31 days. There's 30 days in November. If this is your first time, I'd do a practice trial and start slow to condition yourself for longer time frames. Try one day, take a day off, then maybe try a couple of days, take a few days off, try a week. Ooh, condition yourself. You know, do a little trial run. And before you know it, Locktober, the kinkier side of Lent, will be around the corner and you'll be ready as best as you can be. The person holding the key is typically called a key holder or a key master. I refer to myself as a key master. Many years ago, when I started selling articles of clothing, specifically socks more than anything online, I dabbled in chastity and I did very well at it. I acquired so many fucking keys. You could hear me walking from miles away. It sounded like I was I had bells on me or something. They're just jingling, jingling, jingling. Or I sound like a maintenance man, janitor, whatever you want to call it, because my key, ring, my key rings were impressive. They were very stacked up. Love chastity. Highly suggest it. If it's just you and your partner, whether you're married, whatever the fuck you want to call it, whatever your label, your relationship is, try it. It, it can be really fun. Even if it's light, it's a form of control. And while we're still on or in or near or on or whatever, androgynous zones, let's do another letter C. We'll do a great acronym called CBT. CBT. Okay. That is C is for cock, B is for ball, T is for torture. Cock and ball torture. Do I actually need to fucking explain to you what that means? Listen to all those words together. CBT cock and ball torture. Do you not get it? Do I have to explain that? It is exactly what it sounds like. Exactly what the fuck it sounds like. Exactly. Cock and ball torture is literal. Need I say more? Of course you want me to say more, you fucking slut. Too bad. More C's. C is for collared, which means owned, meaning you may receive an actual physical collar, choker, necklace, something symbolic to you know, the awareness of that you are being owned. An object like a contract may be involved and it's not limited to relationships. I really like the idea of collaring someone. It's a sign of your owned. C is also for consent. Consent is to give permission to permit, agree, allow, without force and or threat. Consent is mandatory. No does not mean yes. No means no. When you don't have someone's consent, that means I am not moving forward. You are not moving forward. Nothing is moving forward. It is not fucking happening. That is it, period. So let me put my pro-dom latex pants on. I am saying this as a dungeon monitor. I am saying this as a dominatrix. Any and all parties involved must agree to this or any form of play. Verbal or written consensual agreement establishing rules roles regulations and expectations get it got it good you're welcome for the slight formality okay now let's talk about the letter d i'm going to slightly blend most of these d's together as as most of these terms are clearly referring to me d is for dom domina 
dominator, dominant, dominatrix, dom, dom, domina, a dominant person. You know, and my oh my, have times changed? Dom was used to be used in the past in reference to a male dominant, but dom, D-O-M-M-E, was and still referred to the female dominant, distinguishing the two as if they were pronouns. And you may notice now the vast majority of like Gen Z and the millennial generations use either or as like a non-gender terms of dom dominant, which I love. So dom, dominator, a dominant person in the past, you know, again, specifically used in the masculine sense now is flexible to male and female or used as a non-gender term. Again, I really love that. Dominant, one who exercises control, me, 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 me. Um, dominatrix, me, 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 a dominant woman that practices BDSM. And I practice as if I'm in the Olympics going for the gold. D is also for dom space, not similar to the subspace, a different space. The dom space is the engulfing state of mind. A dom enters during a BDSM act and or scene. A very fun and captivating experience. Now D is bringing us to dungeon. A dungeon is a BDSM sanctuary and or play space. It's like a church for my people. Better. D is also for dungeon monitor. And this podcast just so happens to be named after dungeon monitors and I have been a dungeon monitor many times which is an excellent honor especially if you're a low-key and or high-key voyeur of sorts I am so thankful to be a part of that a part of a team like that not just to absorb observe you know the observations are great I can't even put into words what you learn but to also be help to help the safety all the above it's an amazing experience to be utilized as an asset in this community is just beyond I, it could bring me to tears i could go on about it but anyway a dungeon monitor the acronym for that is dm a dungeon monitor is a super dope person like myself usually an active member of the community as it should be who supervises the interactions between participants at a dungeon play party uh, so on and so so forth wherever their scene is and or bdsm events you know, always there to help and enforce the house rules, usually acts as a referee to an extent, a bouncer to an extent. Um, these participants can be any role. You can be a dom, a switch, a sub. No matter the role, though, there is no active service in this arena that is below them. And we occasionally set up the scenes in advance. It's really spectacular. For all those who know me and have met me in the past who allow me to be a part of this, I do want to say thank you. And my obsession with hydration not only stemmed from working out, you know, once every 10 years, but that is something I was taught many years ago about how important it is that everyone's hydrated. (laughs) Drink fucking water. That was pounded into me. Um, not just through fitness, but through this as well and being a dungeon monitor. So I'll get into a more deep, detailed episode at some point about it. The letter E. E. E is for edge play. Extremist play involving risk of harm mentally, physically, or emotionally. This is very typically dangerous. F is for fetish. Ooh, fetish. A strong fixation, delight, desire, or an unusual obsession of something. Sounds amazing. (laughs) How many do you have? I have... Quite a bit. F is also for financial domination. Financial domination, another literal turn. In short, fuck you, pay me. A fetish of dominance and submission. We're of submissive, fin sub, human ATM, pay pig, money slave, cash piggy. 
there's at least 20 other references, give gifts and or money to a financial dominant or really to any hot person on the internet. In real life, there's so many ways to give frivolous gifts to people. I mean, G is for good pain. Good pain is a pain permitted and enjoyed, found pleasurable by the recipient. H, H, we're going to do a triple H. Hard limits, humiliation, and hydrate. Hard limits, non-negotiable limits, hard no. Humiliation, the degrading feeling of being ashamed, embarrassed, or exposed. I could show you better than I can tell you. <laughs> and hydrate, last but certainly not least for the H's. Of course, there's more other H's in this terminology, in this realm of this culture. But hydrate, it's not a definition. It's a fucking demand. Do it. I, I is for impact play. I love me some impact play. Part of sensation play, dealing with impacts such as those from whips, riding crops, paddles, floggers, or somebody striking you. It's very physical. I'm going to jump to L. L. L is for limits, layers of levels you may or may not extend, participate in, or pass. Make sure you know and establish your limits. And boundaries, soft limits, hard limits. Yes, no, maybe, I'll think about it. A little more of this, a little less of that. M is for masochist, a person that enjoys pain, finding it pleasurable. M is also for master, an owner. P is for pain slut, a person that loves receiving pain. To narrow it down, your mom. P is for pegging, something all hetero cis males pretend like they don't enjoy. P is for play party, fun, BDSM events, as long as you don't invite sociopaths. P is also for pro-dom, professional dominant. There's a price. Professional. It's their career. It's their job. Should be their lifestyle. Really all the above. R is for rack, an acronym for risk, aware, consensual, kink. Very important. S is in Sam. Why is that all Sams are psychopaths? S is in sadist or sadism. Like most Sams we know, they're people that find pleasure from inflicting pain. You're not the only one. S is also for the acronym SSC. Safe, sane, and consensual. Making certain everything is based on safe activities, that all participants are of sufficiently sound mind to consent, and that all participants do consent. Another great S word is the safe word, a key word established before an activity begins used to stop all that is taking place. If you are uncomfortable, use the safe word. You have it for a reason. If you need to tap out, if you need to break, if you want to end it, use it. It's provided for a reason. There are so many S's. You ready for some more? S is also for scene, the setting and participation of a BDSM activity or activities. I'm always on the scene and I love me a scene girl. <laughs> S is for slave. Slave in BDSM is a person who submits consensually giving up total control of one or more aspects of their life to another. S is for soft limits, limits you are apprehensive about. S is for spankings. Who doesn't like a good spanking? And seriously, you know exactly what a spanking is. Come on. S is for the subdrop. Ailments experienced by a submissive after a BDSM play or session, especially when aftercare was not provided. This is not a good situation to be in. S is for submissive. A submissive is a person in a subservient role, typically submitting to a dominant. Subdrop. It's not like the dom drop, but it's ailments experienced by a submissive after a BDSM play or session especially when aftercare was not provided. This is really not a good situation to be in, and no sub should experience this. Subspace, a euphoric state of mind, can be compared to a high, 
its intoxicating mental escape, subs experiences, and BDSM acts. A switch, a person that can alternate between dominant and submissive roles. In the vanilla world, they could be re- referred to as open-minded, fun people, um, or they could be completely shunned because they are open-minded. T is for the acronym TPE, Total Power Exchange. So pretty much you surrender all rights, giving complete control to the dominant or the owner. Um, you're pretty much now their property. Complete surrender, complete submission. T is also for training. Training is teachings, and everyone has their own different style and structure. I love to teach. I love to train. But as much as I am a teacher, I am a student as I'm always observing. But teaching and training is excellent. In the day-to-day world, think about training. If you are trained improperly, you will fail. But here, we train correctly. And we're consistent. V is for vanilla. Basic bitches that drink pumpkin spice lattes. Or someone who is conventional, boring, you know, some may say normal, whatever the fuck that means. Zero interest or experience in any alternative or out of the ordinary anything, you know, part of the cattle. Basic. W is for warm up. A gentle and light play in the beginning of a BDSM scene, preparing a slave sub bottom for the subspace mindset. It's just like a good stretch before a vigorous workout. The warm-up is everything. Let's prep you for this. Get excited. I hope you enjoy this. And by this, by no means, again, are all the terms. There are so many. I skipped a lot. These are typically the most common you hear about, the most general. In the future, I'll definitely get weirdly specific, explaining much of what I've talked about through sessions. BDSM by way of design through vanilla views is intentionally demonized completely. And part of my greater purpose is to spread awareness that when this executed properly for the faithfully lifetime passion entities and those who add it here and there in your life as a little sprinkle of seasoning to liven things up, high fucking five to you, by the way, bitch, do it. And I accept a difference of opinion because a difference of opinion is not judgment. It's always best to address the issues, especially confusion, and work out the conflict because running away will only make it worse. And people don't understand this. This is not common knowledge. Much of this is taboo. And whether it's not to us, but is to you and others outside of us, judgment is the most concerning thing out of everything for me. In the future, you're going to hear me talk a lot of shit. You've already heard me talk a lot of shit. I'm very good at that. Very good at giving unsolicited advice. But judgment, this is not advice. This is not opinion. This is a fact. Judgment and fear will paralyze you. We all want to be accepted for better or worse. And as you listen, we may not agree all the time. And no matter if you don't agree with me or if you agree with me or not, you are still welcome. But if you really hate this shit and you do not like this work of art's art form, you can get the fuck out of my gallery. You don't have to stay. I'd like you to. I'd like you to try to accept that when BDSM is done properly, it is medicinal. Other than that, other than worshiping me, I highly recommend and encourage, always and forever, drink some fucking water. Hydrate. It will pick you up. It will nourish you. Looking for something a little deeper? I can totally introduce you to a caregiver mommy dom. There is a price, and you all by this time should know the drill. Don't forget to follow me, download me, obey me, worship me, like, share, comment, and subscribe. If you want to hang back, 
I'm going to add a funny clip of my friends talking about their kinks as they are hilarious and alternative lifestyle allies. Here's a clip of our mic checks from the other night. So what's your favorite? What's an ideal Sunday for you? I don't want to wait for my lives to be over. Well, I'm going to skip this one. I'm going to skip this one. Hold on. All right. Mm-hmm. Say something to the microphone. Yeah, Amanda, hit it. Hello. Hello. That's it. Is it me you're looking for? All right. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> Avon calling. Oh, shit. As you can tell, that mic check was a success. Here's another edit of what may or may not make it to the next episode of What's Your Favorite Kink? This is yet another prime example of why you should hydrate before you do anything during, after. We all have cotton mouth and we are all tripping over our words. Listen to this shit. <laughs> so, according to today's topic, what's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> we mean, what's your favorite kink? Oh, yeah, what's your favorite <laughs> What's your favorite kink? Sorry about that. Amanda, if you will. Oddly, watching horror movies. Ooh. Get out of town. Really? No. What? Okay. So what is the sexual persuasion that leads you to be turned on by horror films? Like, is there a specific thing about them? Do you like the torture? No. Do you like the... Uh... I think it's honestly like the unbalanced women. Okay. Yeah. How so? The unbalanced women? Like the women... Their character. Their character, yes. So you're not a you're not a final girl fan. I am a final girl fan. Okay. Yes, but I also like the horror movies that Good fucking question. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't even think about that. I love final girls. I just mm. mean if I'm gonna get turned on, it's more like the female the, Is it the female Is it the gore factor it's like the, the gore factor? Is it, or yeah, is it like I'm the evil psycho. dead branch scene, like that kind of deal? Like, ooh, that's No, because no. it's a little no. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you enjoy one of your kinks are horror films. Yeah. And it's predominantly the female lead. Yes. When well, it's like say like American Mary, that's a good one. Okay. Mm. Would you You're say next. Is it the victim or the lead? Well, the, the lead. Okay. Well the true antagonist in your next, as far as I remember, was a dude, but there were women in, involved in it so you she's a final girl the uh that's true the one wife of the husband that, that, that comes back the know. men are always the antagonist she's BT not dubs. the wife she's the girlfriend remember yeah Amber she's invited Heard. there <laughs> is it fucking current, current events amber heard yeah my favorite kink is amber heard and johnny depp's trial I can't stop touching myself when I watch the trial. You know what? When they first were together, I was like, this is really hot. Now it's getting fucking messy, by the way. No, I called that. Yeah. Dumpster fire. I did. I did call that. That whole relationship is a dumpster. I'm not going to talk bad about either one of them. I'm I'm a personal fan of Johnny Depp. I actually like Johnny Depp. I never heard. I I never liked Aquaman to begin with. She's not not a phenomenal actor. She's not there. She's not even close. Well, the trial is proof of that. Not there. I wonder what her kink is. American Psycho. (laughs) <laughs> right. being a fucking compulsive pathological liar people get their rocks off on that kind of stuff i guess do you know how i know amber heard is lying hmm. her lips move when she speaks <laughs> sidebar this trial is actually really sad because it's like you guys got a divorce she's crazy you're crazy leave this bitch alone she didn't say your name 
Like, so they're fucking humiliating each other in public. Right. They're just lot. Li- well, you know, no one will really know the truth, right? They know the truth, but they're not going to tell the truth. But remember, but folks, it's like, trust all we, women. Like, <laughs> but it's like. <laughs> You, you guys are you guys are done. You guys are done. Like it's over. Done. Stick a fork it's in them. Over. Okay, so I'm so sorry. Back to the horror um the, the, kink. The, yeah. So what? Like I'm very curious. Like, so I, I hear you didn't mention I spit on your grave, which is a, no. it's a predominantly like female. She gets, when there's she gets... rape aspects, okay. it's a no go. So no yeah. last house. I would agree. No last like house in the left. Okay. No. Okay. Well, that's cool. Oh my god. What about the well, I mean, I guess American. No, dude. Rape. No. You don't Not like the, the sequel. You don't like the mutant rape. You don't up. like mutant rape. No. no. I mean, American god. Mary does have that aspect, but I oh mean. Oh my god. Right. Well, yeah, there has to be a draw for them to turn the way that they do, and that's usually what I mean. there's like. In a, in a in a female's case scenario, because the best way I can describe when somebody asks like, "What do you think a woman goes through every day?" Because like I've had the question mm-hmm. because I'm a dude, and especially the Me Too movement and everything like that. Like women are more like, you know, they're very like, "Oh, tax, toxic masculinity." Like, what do you do? And it's like, well, is real. It's real. So it's so toxic some, femininity. Thank you, Amber. One hundred and ten percent. Two way road. Oh, where was it going with this? So when I'm asked that. I usually say that, um, yeah, I lost it. Okay. So it's okay. We'll, we'll, we can cir- we'll recreate we'll a circle back. Yeah. So, Ma- Amanda. Yes. So a couple of my kinks watching film are definitely the leading ladies. For whatever reason, I have a mommy issue with Sigourney Weaver in any alien film, especially Aliens, which is the sequel. Um, I love her. I love it's sci-fi horror, I guess. Mm-hmm. So Sarah Connor in Terminator, Terminator yeah. 2. I love and adore her. Um, really? Yeah. She's like little, she's like ripped and shit. I'm yeah. like, you're like so thin and ripped. Like, she what the fuck? She had a girl in the first one, though. I don't know. I know. It's like, what, what happened to your perm? She I guess it grew from, up. She went from a diner waitress. <laughs> to, character development. To badass, like. Tremendous character you know? development. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I gotta save my son. But I, so I, I find those women really attractive. But when it comes to horror films, I like, I do like The Survivor. Tech Chainsaw Massacre. I'm not sure which one it was, but at the end, she has her little booty Daisy Duke shorts on and she has a chainsaw. And she's like, ah! oh, that's, that's And the, I was like, That's Texas. <laughs> I was like, Yeah! That is Texas Chainsaw 3D. So okay, in case okay. fans are listening and they want to know. Do you which know one the year on that one, by the way? That was an early, it was either that or you're talking Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Which I, think it might, I think it might be too. At the end, she's I on think the she might be too. And she's got the yes. she's like, ah, yeah, yeah. And she has like strawberry blonde hair. No. Am I wrong? No, that is 3D. Okay, I'm that lost. Well, I'm just going to have to look it up later yeah. and watch it. That was some funny shit. So my way in of the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp case is completely irrelevant. I have zero knowledge of what happened or not happened. That was purely just to be funny. I don't fucking care, but it is a bit tragic. Anyways, hope you guys like this. Episode BDSM 101 Terminology, the ABCs. And I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode. For more content, check out my Instagram, Millennial Dom. M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-L-D-O-M. Who fucking knew that would be such a fucking difficult word to spell? But you'll figure it out. See ya. (laughs) 